0: Hey, welcome to episode 58 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Today, I'm going to share some of my learnings from the book Limitless by Jim Quick and how I think they apply to running, fitness, and health in general. Uh, So, I'll get started by just sharing that limitless was the word that I chose for this year, Uh, and a lot of it was just based on this book. I think the book takes into a lot of the concepts that I believe that can really change our lives, and it's all wrapped up in one. So... A lot of the concepts I share will be reiterations of things that I've already discussed on previous podcasts, but I think Jim Quick is, is stellar. He's, it does an amazing job of applying these and making, uh, actionable items. And again, uh, really things that can change your and my life. Uh Jim considers himself a personal trainer for the mind and I think his work definitely demonstrates that. Uh he believes and shares in the book that the secret to living an exception, exceptional life is the process of unlimiting ourselves. So really where is the limit for fitness for you and where is it for me? Uh really the limit probably lies more in our mindset and our methods than we want to believe and I think a lot of it we We want to talk about motivation, 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 but really it's more mindset, mindset, mindset. Uh, So one of the things I'll start with that hit me in the book is no matter what challenges you face, you have the potential in you. It's just waiting to be tapped to get fit or to get fitter. So one of the two. Uh, One of his first lessons is about becoming limitless. And again, the book is called Limitless, so that should be no surprise. Uh, But he talks about the labels that we put on ourselves. And I think it's really important as runners when uh, the way that we talk to ourselves and we talk to others especially uh, out loud so you know it, it may be stemming from your childhood maybe you were told that you're just not athletic or you were you know you're musical but you're just not you know an athlete or you're not good at sports or you're not you know a fast runner uh, that can come all the way back from elementary school, you know, those initial field days. So think back to that. You really have to change those and rephrase it to yourself and, you know, prove to yourself that now you are quite fit. You are getting fitter. You are a jogger. You are a runner. You are a triathlete, whatever, you know, sports that you act in. You know, obviously, this is the Running After H40 podcast, but just changing that mindset uh, and making it into, I am an athletic person. You know, maybe in my child, I didn't consider myself, but every single one of us has the potential to be athletic. It's not; it's nothing defined based on a time or a, a pace or a, you know a, a number in a race. Uh, and another part that I like about what Jim says is, he says something I really believe, and I hope that you to do when you do what others won't, you can live how others can't. And I think by saying that, saying when you do the things that are hard, when you're getting up in the morning or you're fitting in a workout later in the day or just taking a quick walk, you're choosing the right foods that, uh, you know, will fuel you. All those things will make you have a better life. And, you know, maybe that doesn't mean money or, you know, anything like that. It just means a better quality of life and that you feel better and that you act better towards others. Because I do believe that when you're fit, mentally and physically, that others will see it. Uh, And the other thing I think that was from his first lesson... Is that you aren't alone in having the limitations on yourself. So when I talk about, you know, maybe back in your childhood at field day, you know, you're not alone. We all put limitations on ourselves. I personally am not a musical person at all. Like there's certain things that we just get defined or like, or, you know, another good one is like, I'm just not good at ball sports. Uh, you know, anybody could really improve and be something if they wanted to most likely again the mindset and the methods just weren't there and uh so that didn't it became something that became a limitation it wasn't just there so um really changing from agreeing to and accepting your limitations to becoming limitless was one of his first lessons that really resonated with me so why does this matter now Uh, you know, in our society right now, we just have so much to process. We don't have a lot of time. We're living on our devices. And I think a couple of things that resonated with me from this book that you could apply to your running is simplifying it a little bit. Uh, and number one, keeping a paper running log instead of your electronic running log, actually writing down uh, your, you know, how long you run, how you felt, uh, do, you know, keeping it like a running journal, maybe the route, just some things that you observed during it and not just something that you record like on in a, an electronic thing about your time and your pace. So that would be number one. Uh, number two would be to run without a watch or at least run without a Watch that's calculating your time and I don't mean that every day because I know that some of you are training for things and your pace and your uh, workouts are really important. but every once in a while just going watchless and running for how you feel and you know hitting the road and coming back it it will really refresh and replenish your brain. Uh, so that would be number two and then number three, I would you know I would say just based on some of his, lesson his uh data that i would take off your headphones at least one time a week i know that you know headphones get you through your runs and you know listening to music listening to things but at least one time a week i think it's good for all of our brains to just unplug and spend some time in nature spend some time outside if you're on a treadmill just that that boredom that gets you on there is probably quite good for our brains a little bit and you'll be surprised at how creative you get uh, one thing that he talks about is our limitless brain. Uh, so when we think about our negative thoughts and our habits, it's all, uh, these neural webs and neural webs in our brain. So, you know, taking some of his learnings and applying to running, number one, I think running a new route will be good for you and not necessarily using your phone to like create the route but just like doing it yourself and experimenting and um this is something that's going to be a struggle for me but i'm going to try to do it once uh, you know especially like in a new city i get really relied on my phone and the google maps or the apple maps so some learnings from him is, you know, pay better attention, go back to my old way where I had to pay attention to where I was going and look at the landmarks and figure it out so that I could find my way back versus just using the map section. I'm not going to say I'm not going to take the maps because, you know, if I get lost, it can get me back. But I think, um, you know, especially since we're an over 40 crowd here, uh, stimulating those neural pathways with focusing on something as simple as like creating directions will be good. Uh, Same with running a new route especially if it's on some trails and just again paying really close attention and firing away at our brain uh for you know this is again not just keeping you fit physically but also mentally fit so that's the point of this uh he talks about like memory 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 and there's you know if you want to read the book it's it's quite impressive how he can remember people's names and phone numbers and all that good stuff so i'm applying it to running routes because this is a running podcast and i think that's really important and it's another way just to again stay mentally fit uh but one thing that resonated with me i use the word resonate a lot sorry but uh it's it's about teaching someone else and i think we all know when you teach someone else something you know you actually learn it better so we don't think about that with exercise so much but if you teach someone else you know the couch to 5k program or the importance of strength training or even five strength training exercises to get their legs stronger for running it's really going to benefit you too so i would you know challenge you this month to at least reach out and you know teach one person some concept of your walk run program uh, and i think you'll benefit from that too Uh, another thing that was in one of his lessons is, uh, just asking yourself how, you know, he talks about how can I make this day magical? I'm going to talk about how, how can you make this run magical? So if you're on the run right now, like maybe you didn't start feeling too great. How can you make it magical? How can you make it memorable? How can you make it one that there is at least three things positive at the end to recall? So, uh, I think that's a good one too. Just always asking yourself how you can make your workout or your run a magical one. Uh, in Limitless Jim Quick talks about our belief systems and I've had a lot of podcasts about that and just overall limiting beliefs but I think nothing can describe it better than knowing that Roger Bannister in the 1950s was trying to break four minutes in the mile and no one thought that he could do it Like think about that it's in the 1950s no one physically thought that it was possible to run under four minutes for a mile so what does he do he trains and trains and he breaks the four minute mile on May 6, 1954, he ran 359.4. Again, May 6, 1954, he ran at 359.4. What do you think happened after that? It took only two months and then the record was broken again two months like that just shows that barriers are not true barriers that it's just this limit in our mind that we you know you thought that four minutes so whatever that barrier is where you're thinking you can't run under a certain pace for a mile or a certain distance maybe you think you can't get past three miles whatever it is it's in your mind it's not a physical thing what happened after Roger Bannister broke that is not just two months later but after that times just continually went down 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 and they continually continued to go down so it really just shows again these barriers are all in our mind and just like we've talked about words on this show before uh, he emphasizes you know if you're saying I can't I don't I'm not those are all things uh, I don't especially is one that I haven't talked about as much or I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a runner. I'm, I don't run. Like if you're saying if, or I didn't run, you know, things like that, like just turn it into some kind of a, a positive thing and realize all those little statements that you make are not facts. They're all opinions. So if you said like, I, I can't run, you know, a 5k, that's a really an opinion. It's not anything factual whatsoever, unless your doctors told you that you physically shouldn't do it. Um, but even then it's an opinion, right? Based on the fitness that you are now. So you really need to think about what the facts are about your running and, you know, which ones are facts and what thoughts that you're having continuously are opinions and if they're feeding the right part of you and, and they're good and they're positive. I remember that little word, that three-letter word, Y-E-T, yet. So anything that you're not good at yet related to running or fitness in general, just add yet. Uh, instead of saying, you know, I'm, I can't run that 5K, you know, I'm, I'm not able to run that 5K yet. You know, it's so much better of a mindset and it just shows that like there's potential there. So again, yet, remember that word. Uh, A couple other lessons that I thought applied to running from him. Uh, The, uh, you know, idea that mistakes are proof that you're trying. So if you're, you know, trying to get up three days a week and you only did it once and you missed a couple times, uh, you know, missing that is just proof that you're trying. Like you had the right idea and you just didn't accomplish it this week. But next week and the week after, I bet you can do it. Uh, And he talks about just having... You know, the power in your brain and that doing new things like running should be uncomfortable. Like you shouldn't be like in a state of comfort when you're doing hard things. It's okay. It should be tough. You should be labored. Like anything good comes from a little bit of struggle and creating the life as a runner that you want can be scary. Like it's pretty scary to sign up for a race. It's pretty scary to, you know, say, I'm going to, you know, run a certain amount of miles this week. All those things. Should put, make you a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, a couple other tactics that I took from the book that I think you can apply to fitness. Uh, number one is to know your passion. And specifically, like regarding your passion, like really think about your passion for fitness. Like, what are you passionate about? Is it road races? Is it like getting out in nature? Is it just because you want to be super fit? Is it because you know, you uh, enjoy getting together with friends for around. Like, what are you passionate about? And then your purpose. And so the two Ps and the purpose part would be like, what's the purpose of staying fit in your 40s and beyond? And I've alluded to it before. I had a friend on this podcast that said it was because she wanted to be able to play with her grandkids. So that was her purpose. Like, what is yours? Do you know what it is? Are you writing it down? You know, like finding your passion and your purpose and and writing those down even on a once weekly weekly basis will really help out uh one thing that jim quick recommends is asking yourself why before you do anything so if you are struggling you know if you're like oh gosh i do not want to run this week or like you know my training has just gotten really off and i'm just not into it like why and, you know, digging down and not just asking one why, but asking a series of them, you know, it's like the Simon Semic, I think it's seven whys, right? So like keep digging a little bit deeper and especially, you know, like I said, take your headphones off and just ask yourself, you know, why over and over and over and really dig deep down to find that purpose. Um, just finishing up here, like a couple other things that I thought would be of value from the book. Uh, he does emphasize, and again, for this over forty crowd, that what I, what you eat matters, and it's not just for over forty, but uh, you know, it's super, super important for us. And he says it quite. Uh, I love this. As your body moves, your brain grooves. So I think it's a good way of like switching it up, so you're not just thinking about what you eat as being so important to keep you fit, but to keep your brain fit. And when you know that and you know you'll be a better worker and that you're going to be sharper for everything and anything you do, it's just another motivator to watch and be careful and think about what you're putting into your body. Uh, The brain foods that he recommends are very similar to the foods that I've talked about before. Avocados, green vegetables, eggs, fatty fish, walnuts, water, uh, berries and dark chocolate. Uh, so I don't think there's, I think walnuts might be, you know, something I haven't talked about before. But other than that, when you think about it, if it's something grown in the ground, uh, something not processed, it's usually the, a good choice. Uh again, just finishing up here, he emphasizes making those small, simple steps. I love that. You guys know I love the 1%. Uh he you know, we're on autopilot 40 to 50% of the time with our decisions that we make. Uh so you know if you are trying to make a new habit, uh, don't try to change a whole bunch of things. Just try to create one new habit. Uh, if so, if you're trying to change your running, like, and don't say, I'm going to start doing hill workouts. I'm going to start stretching. I'm going to start doing strength. I'm going to start doing interval workouts. No, 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 no. Pick one thing and do it for a month. Uh, you're going to be so much more successful at that. And overall, it takes an average of 66 days to create a habit. Uh, it ranges anywhere from 18 to 254. And the best way to create a habit is to replace like whatever you're doing with something new. So for me, um, giving up wine, you know, I really wanted to do it for a while. And it was a tough habit for me to break. So I had to replace it for something else. Um, and just so you guys know, I replaced it with dark chocolate and it was a good fix for me Uh, and it still was like something that I could look forward to. So uh, again, you know, don't try to change a whole bunch of things. Just try to change one thing about your running that is a positive thing or one thing about your diet. Uh, So overall, I think, you know, those are my main takeaways and how I think that it you know, Jim Quick's Limitless book can apply to running. I really like the book. This is just a quick review. Again, a lot of the concepts are similar to uh, other personal development books that I've read, but I think we can apply a lot of his limitless concepts to our running. And I just invite you to you know set a new goal for this month. Uh, make sure you're looking at both your passion and your purpose and you're writing things down. Uh, and then you know if nothing else you do, like, you know, try to keep a paper running journal for, you know, two to three weeks, Uh, run without a watch once a week, and take your headphones off once a week. So I think all those things will feed your brain and uh, keep you going, not just physically, but mentally after the age of 40. So thanks for listening. As always, feel free to send me a message. Usually I answer at, uh, runningwithgreat at gmail.com or you can message me on Instagram. I haven't been on there very often lately just because things have been really busy with work, but I do try to get on there. And if you wanna be a guest on the podcast, um, I'm gonna start doing some guest episodes in the spring. So just message me. I would love to have you on the show. So thanks again for listening and get out there and be limitless.